Welcome to the Benefits of Knowledge podcast with Lauren Curry of Curry Financial Group Limited. In this podcast, we are focused on helping businesses set up and manage their group benefit plan to protect and assist their most valuable assets. Join us on this journey where Lauren explores ways to help you develop effective and cost-efficient strategies for your business. Now on to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Benefits of Knowledge with Lauren Curry. Lauren, how are you today? Eric, I couldn't be any better. Things are so exciting here at home. I've got some great news today. And I'm going to just be honest with the audience. He shared it with me earlier, but Lauren, you, you got to tell him. I'm so excited for you. Okay, so uh, for those people that do know or listen to, I guess, our, our first podcast where we introduced myself, we have had five boys born into the family. I've got two sons, Joseph and Brendan. I then have three grandsons, which would be Lewis, Harry, and Hugh. And on June the 21st, we, for the first time, heard it's a girl. Woo-hoo! We have a granddaughter, <laughs> Jenna. Uh, Jenna Elizabeth. She was born uh, on June 21st. So my wife and I are are pretty excited. Yeah, just just a little bit. <laughs> I would yeah. say the word would be giddy. When we were talking about it earlier, I can tell that you're going to spoil that little girl, and that is fantastic. Yeah, if, if it's possible to spoil them any more than the boys already are, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure my wife will work on that. <laughs> oh, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, that's such good news. That, that is fantastic. Yeah, so I, I know there's a lot of excitement around there. And I'm excited about today's podcast because I'm learning something completely new. Um, it, you you sent me a few notes, but you're talking about total compensation statement. And I, I'm, I've never heard that term before. So what what is that? Okay, well, first thing I want to do is I just want to send a thank you out to our friends at BBD and Mike McClanahan for today's topic because uh, I've heard of these I'll be honest, we haven't done them yet, but uh, I've obviously done some research and uh, BBD did a blog on total compensation statements. And I just felt that this is something that uh, would be great information for us to share with our listeners. All right. All right. So uh, great resource. And we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the, the podcast here. But where do we start today with this topic? Well, with group benefits, we're always, you know, you're looking to attract and retain top talent in your organization. If you want to try and boost employment engagement, increase job satisfaction, then if you show people or you have that total compensation package, that's what this stuff's used for, right? We have good employees. We want to reward them. And you know what? It just comes back to the employer in spades. If people are happy and, and you, know, you show them that you appreciate. Now, the biggest thing is, you know, we may be giving lots of things to our employees, but if we don't communicate that offering uh, effectively, then they not they may not even realize all the wonderful things that you are providing. So mm-hmm. that's where the total compensation statement comes in. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So what is on the total compensation statement? Well, uh, basically... Anything that can be perceived as a value offered to an employee, if it's if it's a value, then you, then that's what it's for. You communicate that with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing we obviously think of is salary, wages, that type of thing mm-hmm. you know, as our remuneration. But uh, there's also all the other plans, whether it's group plans, uh, programs, opportunities that are available to an employee through their employment with you. Um, 
other things like RRSP matching, people get vacation pay. Do they realize that? Uh, I'm sure they know they get vacation, but obviously the employer's still paying it. There's, is there sick days? Uh, any other perks? Do you give people flexible work schedules? Right now with COVID, are you giving them the ability to work from home? So there's all kinds of things that could be there. Got it. All right. Yeah, that makes it parking spots, right? Yeah. Free lunches. <laughs> things like that. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, it's so it, it sounds like it covers a wide swath of things that you could possibly uh, provide. And again, like you said, it, it, it really just makes your business more attractive to someone seeking employment. Exactly. Or, or retaining them when they realize oh, all, maybe yes. all the things they get. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Okay, so so I, I guess maybe one of your, kind of your question that maybe I didn't hit there was your what is the total compensation statement? So we talked about total compensation, but the statement is actually providing a reminder of the full value that the employer is providing, and it gives the employees uh, you know essential information about their overall compensation. Like I said, mm-hmm. they may receive things that they don't even realize the employer is paying for. Um, so that creates awareness of the total value of their compensation beyond the salary, which is what everybody thinks of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can highlight just all the core offerings of what the employer's, you know, providing. Got it. Now it sounds like I mean, there's there there could be a vast number of things. Obviously, an employer can't provide so many things that it bankrupts the company. I mean, we're, we're not talking about, you know, free flights to Jamaica, things like that, which would be fantastic, by the way, Lauren, if that's yeah. something that we could we could offer. <laughs> um, I've never seen that in a company, but any company out there that wants to offer me free flights to Jamaica, you, we can reach out. Never mind. Kidding. Uh, let's stay on task here. So you you talked about mentorship. You talked about, uh, you know, some sick sick time. I mean, mo- most, uh, they provide sick leave, but also maybe some additional uh, flex days. I, I've heard that statement before. Um, yep. we, I jokingly said, you know, free parking spot or, you know, certain parking spots, but I know that certain companies have those, you know, based on, you know, management level, things like that. What, what other things can, can a company offer to attract or to, uh, you know, to keep employees? And then my, I guess, piggybacking on that, how often should you be reminding your employees or how, how often are you publishing one of these statements? Well, we'll start with that. I would say at least annually, I guess you you could do it as much as quarterly if you wanted, but uh, it depends on what, how, how much time and effort you want to spend on this or what's necessary. But I, I would think personally, annually would be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, we talked about pay. Everybody says, well, you know, what do you get paid? Well, I know there's uh, certain companies out there that the pay is also variable. They may have shift bonuses, as an example. If you work nights, you're going to get paid more. There could be just an annual bonus. Lots of employers out there, you know, they call it a Christmas bonus or whatever, but, you know, that's that's still part of their remuneration. Um, could be production bonuses, could be for a good safety record. There's all kinds of reasons that there would be a variable pay. So let people know that, you know, this... You know, here, you know, this is your base salary or your your dollars per hour, however you want. But here's other ways that you also can receive more or additional money. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we talk a lot about uh, the employee benefit plans here because 
That's what we talk about, group plans, right? Do employees understand if you have that healthcare spending account, which we've we've spent a couple of different podcasts talking about, um, if you have that, do the employees realize that the amount they're receiving in there is tax-free money that is, again, part of their remuneration? We just talked about wellness accounts one or two podcasts ago mm-hmm. as well. That's right. Uh, so you got you know your gym member. We, yeah. We even heard that there's people out there that are paying for pet insurance for employees. And apparently, yeah, for certain employees, that's very very important. So yeah, anything like that. Yeah, um, as as a dog owner myself, I I mean I I would love a, a company to think about you know obviously they think about the family, but also to say you know we offer some pet insurance. That would be something I wouldn't even think about, uh, you know, as an employee. But to to hear my employer care about, you know, my pet, that that's kind of cool. I like that. And and as you were talking, I was thinking, way back in the late '90s, early 2000, I worked in in downtown Seattle, and I had a chance to do some work with with Microsoft as well. I remember going in there, and I was just blown away by by the full spread of breakfast that they had every day for their employees. And they had vending machines and snack machines that didn't cost any money. And oh, as, wow. a tw- as a 20 year old, I was like, Oh boy, this is amazing. But, but that was something that, you know, everybody was so relaxed and there was, you know, if you, if you want a snack, just go, go grab one. It's not, you know, you're not micromanaged, you know, people, it was a very free workflow. And I think, Job satisfaction was huge at that time. I don't know what it is now. Don't get me wrong, but you know the early two thousands were were huge for the tech industry. But I just remember being blown away by all the things that they did for their employees, and that's right in line with what you're talking about. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I mean, that looked pretty impressive, you know, <laughs> on a compensation statement, wouldn't it? Yeah. Free breakfast yeah. every morning. Yeah. I'd yeah. I'd be quite interested in going to work there myself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Save yeah. me some time in the morning. Absolutely. Okay, Eric. So we we've talked about a bunch of these things. I actually had a list made here, so uh, we've we've touched on a bunch of them. But mm-hmm. just uh, quickly to go over a couple that we haven't talked about, just to give our listeners you know some ideas of of other things they can put on there. So uh, professional development opportunities, such as you know whether it's computer courses or new licenses, that type of thing. You know, Joan here. Yes, she is fantastic. Yep, she sure is. Uh, so Joan uh, got her license, mutual fund license. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that was something that I covered for her. I just wanted her to, you know, have the education and stuff like that. Now she works 100% on the uh, group benefit side. So it's a bit different, but that was in the early years. But it's an yeah. idea. You know, we all get vacation and, you know, the government, it's mandated that we get that time. But it's still, it's still there. Uh, sick leave. One I really like was as paid volunteer hours. I'm understanding there are companies that will actually continue to pay employees. Maybe they go and help, uh, was it uh, Habitat for Humanity? Yeah. So building houses. But they will allow them to go and spend so many hours there and still pay their wages. So that's that's great. Man, that's fantastic. It, it really is. So these are you know just some other ideas beyond the ones that we already talked about. Lauren, you've covered a ton so far in this podcast. Um, I, I know that you've covered a lot of the things that can be on the total compensation statement, and you've also, you know, spoken about the time frame of when an employer should be, you know, giving these out. You know, minimum sounds to me like it's annually, uh, maybe even you know every six months or even quarterly, from what you said. But I know that you have four specific things or four specific reasons that an employer should provide a compensation package, and I want to make sure that that the audience hears that very specifically. Can you cover those four? I sure can, Eric. 
So the, the first thing, and again, we've mentioned it, create awareness. The more you talk about your compensation package, the more people know about what's included in it mm-hmm. and what's offered by yourself, the employer. And which is kind of the point, right, is this is why we have the statements. Number two would be increased usage. So we want to regularly remind employees about the key aspects of their total compensation. Mm-hmm. And that will probably increase the usage of the different pieces they have. For example, a quarterly update on their vacation use usage would incentivize employees to take their vacation. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in vacation, and I, I think you really should take that time off. I think we all need it to recharge our batteries, and we're actually better at our jobs once we take that time off. Okay? Absolutely. So you know, in, incentivizing them to take the vacation is good for them and it's good for your business, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, I think that really shows employer supporting the employees. I've worked for a couple companies where it was almost frowned upon to take vacation because that would put everybody else, you know, in, in a bind or it would, you know, it could disrupt the business, so on and so forth. And and it was it was just a bad feeling, right? You, you didn't feel good yeah. about taking vacation. And, and if you have an employer that's you know, pretty consistently saying, Hey, look, you've got some vacation time, you know, you should take it and recharge those batteries. That, that's a that's great right. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's very important for the employee. Um, they, we all need to recharge those batteries. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And then number three would be increased job satisfaction. Okay. Mm-hmm. So employees who feel valued, just like we were just talking about and understand the full scope of their compensation, have higher job satisfaction, and they're going to be much more engaged as employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if the employee's happy, they're engaged in their job, that's going to trans, translate into better performing employees, increased productivity, creativity, better customer service, and, and you know the list goes on and on. So er- mm-hmm. everything positive of, of having job satisfaction. Yeah, absolutely. And then we always talk about attract and retain top talent. So the total compensation can also serve as a strong retention tool. Uh, If, you know, employees are reminded of how good they have it, you know, where they are, they may think twice about leaving. Somebody may offer them more money, but when they understand all the other stuff they receive, Mm -hmm. then it's, you know, it's not going to be as attractive just for the salary itself. So... You know, having a, a strong employee value proposition that inclu- includes a total, uh, sorry, a competitive total compensation package is going to attract and retain that talent to your business. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let me ask you this, uh, totally off the cuff here. As I think about this, when you're trying to retain an employee, it, it's it can be hard or difficult for employees to understand the value of what you're offering in this in this total compensation package. Do you suggest maybe the employer put a price, you know, to the things that they're offering, a, a ballpark figure, whatever you want to call it? So if they offer five flex days, you know, so in addition to your vacation days, you got five flex days that you you get paid time off, uh, and you know you can kind of put a a monetary value to that. You know, the you talked about volunteer hours. If you're volunteering for your favorite charity you're still going to get paid. You can do that four times per year or whatever it is. And putting a, a monetary value to that pet insurance, you mentioned that a monetary value to that. Is it wise to do that so that if somebody's saying, Oh, I'm going to get paid a dollar more an hour over here or $5,000 more a year in salary over here, they can then look at this, 
package and say, well, I've actually got about $12,000 worth of value in this compensation package that, that I have here. And they don't offer that at the, at the other place. Absolutely. If you can put a value on it, you know, then that's part of the idea, but there's, you can't put value on everything. Yeah. Right. Some things you just can't put a price on them. Parking, I guess, if you're in a downtown (laughs) spot, you could figure that out. I know when I was looking for an office, it was important that I had free parking. Um, Now, I'm not paying extra for it where we are here, but I wanted to make sure that the employees didn't have to pay for somewhere else. So I I couldn't put a price on that. But if there's a way, yes, definitely you could. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the flip side of the entire conversation, flip side of the coin. Is there any negative consequences? Could there be any negative consequences from providing this statement? I mean, I, I can't imagine, but you're the pro, so <laughs> I got to ask. Okay. okay. So yes, the, the answer is yes. There, there certainly could be negative consequences. So you have to be very careful when you're creating these statements and each statement is going to have to be customized for each employee. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. If you list off, you know, for a benefit that an employee is not yet eligible for. So if they're, say they're within their waiting period for their group benefits, but you're giving them a statement saying that their group benefits are worth X number of dollars. Well, guess what? They don't have them yet. That can really come across as a negative, right? Or if you accidentally double up on a benefit. So um, is you don't want them to think that you're trying to make things look inflated to what the real compensation picture is. So if you tell them what their total salary is, so, you know, maybe you use the number off the T4 slip and then you could turn around and and list what their vacation pay is separately. Well, that's not going to be a true picture because on the T4, guess what? The vacation pay is already in there, Mm, right? So you have to be very careful. So I can't stress enough how important it is to make sure that this statement is 100% correct. It has to be accurate, okay? The other danger I see is when you provide each employee a statement, that could encourage them to maybe have comparisons. Mm -hmm. What's, What's your total package compared to my total package? And then we have to keep in mind, just as a real easy example is, Employees, when we start talking about group benefits, if I have family coverage and you have single coverage, guess what? I'm going to be receiving more because that family coverage is more expensive. Yeah. And in most cases, because it's usually a percentage or it could be, a, you know, hopefully it's 100% of health and dental. Mm-hmm. So that is going to make the numbers look different. Yeah. So yep. wh- when you're doing this, to me, communication is the key. It has to be well communicated and used in the proper manner, uh, you know, on, on a hundred percent accurate basis uh, to make the total compensation total compensation statement a useful tool. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. All right, Lauren, I, I know that this is something that uh, every employer needs to be looking at. And if they're not sure how to create one, I know that you're available. So obviously that's, we're going to, you know, provide some contact information here is, are there other resources that you can offer uh, the, the listener, you know, besides just having a conversation with yourself? Is there somewhere they can go to, to find uh, more information about this? Definitely. Besides us, I had mentioned earlier uh, at the start of the podcast, BBD, uh, our, our partners there, that's Benefits by Design. They have a sample right online, which you can download. Uh, you just go to bbd.ca, and then there you'll see a resource tab. 
and under that resource tab, you'll see blog, and I believe it's in the news section. Uh, but if you look around in there, you're going to find a sample uh, of the statement that uh, you can work from. Of course, you can always give us a call and we'll help you out as well. Yep, and, and, and we do want to give one more shout out to Mike McClenahan, and I hope I said that right, Mike, um, for, for providing such great information that this podcast is really based off of. Lauren, I know that you do a ton of research uh, to make sure that you are on top of everything for the employers that you do work for uh, and that you do work with on their on all their benefits. Uh, but somebody's new to the podcast, somebody has been referred to this podcast and they're listening to this, they don't have your contact information, what is the best way to get a hold of you so they can start this conversation? Well, uh, you can pick the phone up and give us a call. Our toll-free number is 1-866-445-4425. Or you can always uh, find us online at uh, currifinancialgroup.com. Fantastic. Lauren, any closing thoughts before I wrap up today? Again, super excited to have a new granddaughter. I'm still yes. having a hard time getting over the fact that, uh, that I have a granddaughter. Uh, and just like to thank all the listeners for uh, joining us. And again, Mike McClanahan for uh, giving us that great blog to, uh, to bring up this information from. Absolutely. Thank you again, Mike. Thank you, of course, Lauren. Great information today and, and just a, such a fun podcast. And of course, congratulations from uh, my family to yours. That is just what a blessing. And uh, I, you're going to have so much fun spoiling that little girl. <laughs> I can't I can't wait for pictures and you owe me pictures just, you know, whenever you're ready. Uh, All but, right. Yeah. And our, and our last thank you, of course, always goes to you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Benefits of Knowledge podcast with Lauren Curry. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Lauren comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your colleagues. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Curry Financial Group, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Benefits of Knowledge podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available.